Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. We're going to talk about the April statistics that are fresh, hot off the press. As we've been reporting, the market is extremely robust right now, and we're witnessing on a daily basis a, a pent-up demand. So we're going to talk about that, where the numbers are, where we see this market going, and to hopefully educate people. The, the pent-up demand is very obvious. I think the 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 most obvious place to look at and see that is the trend of the inventory. So the inventory was at, uh, we were at 10,000 units on the market. That's both co-ops and condos put on the market. Of course, it does not include shadow inventory in the condominium. So there's obviously a lot more inventory out there, but the ones that are actually being marketed and now we're around 8,000. So that pent up demand has eaten up a lot of inventory. That being said, 8,000 is still a lot of units. The new condominiums are, are certainly needing uh, some help in that regard. There's a lot of, I just did a search the other day for a client and uh, I was looking in Flatiron and, uh, and Gramercy and I found 11 new developments, which, mm-hmm. and eight of them I had not heard about because I haven't had somebody specifically looking in that area for a new development in particular. And I was a little surprised, but a lot of units available out there, a lot of them are these smaller boutique buildings that you don't see the big splash marketing campaigns and stuff that are done in the 200 unit plus buildings, but but inventory is certainly a, a good place to start. So we've seen more contracts happening in April. The mix is different. Whereas there's a 2.35% decrease in condos going into contract, there's an 8% increase in co-ops going to contract. What is most important, I think, is that if the sellers are realistic and they are reducing their price or they are negotiating on their apartments to the point where the buyer will respond, the deals are happening. And there are plenty of them happening at all different price points. However, I think you'll concur with this, that there are still sellers who are unrealistic in their pricing and those apartment, those sellers are missing out. They're yeah. missing out on the opportunity to sell their apartments, albeit they're selling them at lower prices. Uh, they're able to get out. And the sellers who are willing to go to the market, and this is, this is not blanket where all the sellers need to reduce this. We've experienced, we continue to experience sellers who are being rewarded if we price the apartments to market that the market's responding. And in some instances, the market is bidding the apartments up. Yeah, there's still those holdout sellers that are like, nope, I, we hear the market's moving and I'm going to just hold my hold my price. Um, it doesn't mean that they wouldn't negotiate. The reason why there's this pent up demand, the reason why we're seeing so much activity is because there is that sort of COVID discount, whatever, you know, however you want to coin it. Sellers have readjusted their expectations. It's always a balance between buyers and sellers' expectations. And sometimes when they're, when they start to come into line, when they start to see eye to eye, that's when you see a lot of activity. And that's what we're having right now. On top of that, we have still the, record low interest rates, which are which we expect to continue. What was interesting is that, I mean, we personally have seen more lower end listings get some activity and go to contract as just of recently. late, just, just recently. And I do feel like we talked about a few weeks ago when we did our uh, our last podcast on statistics, I do think that's those young professionals coming back to the market. We've got a couple deals with young professionals where the parents are helping. And that's because there's a recognition of the prices are a little bit soft still, and the interest rates are extremely low. And I think we saw the shift as soon as they talked about Manhattan reopening fully as of July 1st. 
And then there was a, a, a light bulb that went off on the part of the buyers. And what's interesting though, statistically, when you look at the number of contracts signed by price range, the lower end is still stayed about the same from where it was lower price. I say under, even under like the 3 million category where we've had big bumps in percentage month over month has been more in the three to 5 million. And then the over 5 million, which was 13 and almost 35% respectively. So a, the spring market is when the bigger multi-bedroom apartments come on the market and when the, when they trade typically because people want to buy them given the length of the, the transaction time of uh, on average 90 days, those buyers typically a young family or you know, they need is heavily around uh, or dictated by the school year. So they want to get in, they want to be able to go to contract, close in 90 days, have a little bit of time to, to tweak the apartment and then get into it before Move the next school year. Possibly starts. even have, have vacation before the kids go back into school. Possibly. If it, that is if, really, if you can do if so. If you're vacationing, yes. I mean, we still have, if we look at days on market, which is always another statistic that we want to highlight, we're still at you know, 164 days for, for condominiums and 136 days for co-ops. If you compare that, you go back to the most pertinent year, pre-COVID, you go back to 2019. We're not going to talk about Corcoran's year-over-year statistics because it makes no sense to look at April 2020. In April of 2019, the days on market for condominiums was 132 days. So that's the time that we put it listing active on the market until it goes to contract. So it's still up what, 30%, yeah. uh, 20, 25% from what it was in 2019. And if you look at co-ops, it was 99 in 2019, April of 2019, 136 days in April, 2021. So 40% increase around about. So we still have a lot higher days on market. Now that will continue to shift downwards. And it, and that's what we're starting to see is the market is trending down on that. So we're, mm-hmm. we're actually down from, uh, from March of, uh, of this year, it's, uh, it's trending down by, I don't know, 4% or something like that. So it's, it is starting to come back down, which is great. I attribute that to uh, inventory getting eaten up and uh, the buyers in the market, sellers' expectations coming in line. And there's not as there's more deals being done than in, new inventories coming on the market. So the more realistic sellers are starting to, uh, and if their apartments aren't selling and they really want to get them sold, they cut the price, cut the price until the market responds and then it goes to contract. I think we also have a healthy stock and we're seeing it ourselves of new apartments that are coming on the market. And the newness helps sell that apartment. There's a, there's like a, a dichotomy out there where apartments that have been on the market a very long time, and then the new apartments that come on the market at more competitive prices with realistic sellers and they're selling quickly. So those are balancing out. It's always the case, but I think it's a little bit more exacerbated these days because you have these holdover sellers that are still not going to the market. Where do you see this market going? As we head into, can you believe it? It is May. Uh, As we head into- Memorial Day around the corner, it's crazy. Listen, I'm going to stick to my prediction. I think as those young professionals, first-time buyers come back to the market and rates start to tick up, as everybody's sort of expecting by the end of the year, we're going to have uh, some continued rise in the interest rates. We're going to see the studio, one-bedroom market up to one five. Uh, small two bedrooms up to like the the low ones one one two to one five and below 
is going to start to really pick up. And I think uh, it, I'm a little surprised that we saw actually a, a stagnation there on the under a million market, but I'm hoping that that and do believe that that market's the next one to really kick up. I would I would definitely agree with the lower end of the market that it is just now starting to uh, churn. And we're going to keep seeing more and more and more contracts on the lower end of things. The parents are buying for the kids now. I would also venture to say that we're going to continue to see robustness in that higher end. So yeah. across the board, we are going to see a very strong, my prediction is a very strong summer and third and even fourth quarter. So 2021 is going to be one of the most stellar years in Manhattan real estate. That's my prediction. I do. I think it's going to be- I like it. It's going to continue to be, are we going to see prices increase? I don't know, but we were definitely seeing a stabilization in this market. We're seeing some market trends uh, that are, all the market trends that are sort of flattening out if uh, other than activity, which we're seeing still, you know, uh, going up, but especially at those upper price points in terms of numbers of contracts signed. And, you know, we'll see what happens, but I, I think we're on a good trajectory here. Listen, thank you all for being a part of the most amazing podcast in New York City real estate, the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. Seriously, from our heart, bottom of our hearts, thank you for listening to our podcast. It's continuing to increase and more people are saying to us, hey, you know what? I listen to your podcast. It's really educational. Uh, check us out, johnandjonathansellnyc.com. Come check out our website. We're revamping it. It's a lot of fun. The statistics are hard to dabble in and in a short period of time. So it, it always varies by market, et cetera. So if you want to talk about it more, if you want to talk to us, reach out. We're here. Good to chat with you, buddy. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. And, and most importantly, gratitude. oh, now you go. We'll see, remain in gratitude. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching or listening to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, come on over to our website, johnandjonathansellnyc.com. Or you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and everywhere else with the handle at johnandjonathansellnyc. If this show was entertaining, helpful, or informative, consider telling friends and family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are some of the best ways of supporting our efforts, and we would greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in. We can't wait to share what's coming up next. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time.